Blog Talk Radio.
right. Welcome to welcome. Sex and Nutrition. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to get right into it. All right. You got, we got what? Bonnie VMA tonight. Hey, Bonnie. Hey, honey. Good evening. Peace and blessings, Queen. How are you? Uh, off the chain. Excited. Always excited when I'm on Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Mm-hmm. Yes, brother. We are excited to have you on tonight's show. And we're excited about today's guest as well. I mean, this is, you know, this is a... A good time. It's summer. It's feeling good outside. It's Friday evening, and it's time for Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. So it's all good. Yes, yes. Well, let's talk about who we are. Bonnie. Yes, we are. So I want to say again, peace and blessings, family, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another Friday evening. It is 7.30, and this is Bonnie, your love and sex nutrition holistic coat. <laughs> and I want to say welcome to Let's Talk Love, Sex, Nutrition, and I'm your special wellness coach, and I have the lovely... I am me, and sex enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Welcome, welcome, family, to another beautiful evening here at Love. Let's talk love, sex, and nutrition, and we have the amazing goddess of desire. Yay! Come on, goddess. <laughs> well, of course, you know, I am Janine Ann Ingram, and I'm excited always when I'm here, you know, what I do. I'm an author. I'm born to be rich. I have a new book coming out called Awaken a Feminine Goddess, and I teach how to manifest with your sexual energy. Yes, yes, yes. And tonight mm-hmm. we're going to have some fun. We've got a beautiful sister who I met at the Sex Erotica Expo. So let's get oh, started. Yes. Let's get Yes, yes, yes. So before we get started, family, for those that are new to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition, this is Bonnie, your sexual wellness coach. And um, before we get started, we just like to say a quick disclaimer. Um, again, this is Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition, and we are here every Friday evening, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. And um, we we do is we just tell the family that this is an adult show and we have adult content and adult conversations. So if you have any little ones that are in the listening area, we just like to let you know that what is to be expected so that you can you know, be in the area where you are um, free to listen to what we're going to listen to and enjoy without, um, you know, because it's like I said, this is a mature conversation. And then also, as we mentioned in the beginning of the show, I am a um, sexual wellness coach. Angie is our love enthusiast, and we just like to let the family know that and be clear on that, that we are not medical MDs. So, when we talk about um, the things that we talk about through our research and through our experience and when we have guests on the show, we just, you know, want to communicate that clearly that we are not in a medical position. So if we talk about or suggest anything that might be um, 
you know, against doctor's orders, we want you to remain, we want you to maintain a relationship with your primary care practitioner and letting them know, you know, if you want to try anything that you hear on the show. So without further ado, Z, did I cover everything with our disclaimer this evening? Yes, darling, as always, uh, we have invited the family to take time to let Mm -hmm. this be an adult time. You know, yeah. you've, had a, you've had a day, you've worked all day, and you've taken time to join us. So you just want to relax, you know, put your feet up, get yourself something mm-hmm. nice, cool to drink, and just relax and get ready to be entertained and educated because I'm going yes. to get ready to teach us some stuff tonight. <laughs> so um, I, without mm-hmm. further ado, we are going to turn it back over to Janine, introduce our guest for the evening. Well, I'm really excited to bring this beautiful guest on tonight. First, I want to thank you, Bonnie and Z, for having me on once a month and sharing all the wonderful things that I give to this world of love, sex, and nutrition. I love you. You do a phenomenal job to bring us great information. So tonight, I have a passionate, innovative, and efficient these are just a few words to describe this beautiful model turned sex expert. Naomi Morgan. Tell me, ooh, the music just came on by itself, y'all. I, didn't, I don't know. She's so sexy. The sexy music had to come on, y'all. Naomi <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong Morgan. with that. <laughs> from Chicago, Illinois. She's from my hometown, y'all. You know, we know how to lay it down right here in Chicago. She began her career as a model working for local designers, musical artists, national bands, and eventually landed a contending spot on America's Next Top Model Cycle 10. But the opportunity was short-lived where she made an impact. But after leaving the show, she decided to use her influence for good, possessing a love for all things that were sensual and recognizing the lack of modern-day edge and presenting sex education. I want you to know this glamazon, as it's commonly known, decided to create her own sex education blog. And this is how GlamEroticOneOne.com was born September of 2011, originally created for the modern lady. GlamEroticOneOne.com is inspired by the women across who've been left heartbroken and unsatisfied sexually. After receiving an overwhelming response from men who desire to improve their sex lives, let me tell you, Taomi extended her knowledge to both the sexes. Over the course of five years, Taomi has launched a a YouTube channel, and let me tell you, it reaches lovers worldwide, bringing 1.4 million views monthly and has appeared on several radio shows and podcasts, including Naomi Band, Triple X, Chocolate Radio, Playboy Radio with Mayor Jordan, Chicago's 107.5 WGCI, Chicago's B96, and many others. She has been featured as a favorite sexpert on Comedy Central, popular sketch comedy show, Tosh Zero. And her blog has been referred to as a go-to source for sex positioning and sex advice for the women of color. Joan Taomi currently serves as the resident sexpert to a contributing writer for Ebony.com, Ebony Magazine, contributing writing for BlackDoctor.org, and is a current host on Playboy Radio, y'all, with her own podcast, Glamazon, Taomi Sex Academy. She is also a contributing writer for The Guardian UK. 
EliteDaily.com, and is quoted for several sex-positive platforms across the Internet, including YourTango.com, AskMen.com, DailyMail.com, UK, and others. Tyomi is an active member of the National Coalition for Sexual Health and is currently working on her certification as a sexuality coach through the Royal Association of Sex Coaches. While working with clients one-on-one to help them move towards their desired improvements within their relationship. So let me tell you, I had the pleasure of meeting this beautiful sister at the Erotical Sex Expo, and let me tell you, not only is she beautiful, amazing, but she's full of information, ready to share. And I tell you, when I tell you this sister is, is shutting it down, this sister is sexy, vivacious, ready to serve the world and teach women how to own their own body, how to own their self sexually and remind them that they get to choose. Yes, we get a choice to own our bodies today. And I'm so happy to have beautiful women in my circle like her who can teach us a lot of things. And I tell you, if you check out her website, wow, from fetishes to sex positioning, this lady is off the chain. And I want you to say hello. Hello, Taomi. Welcome to Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Hello, that was such a great intro. I'm over here just like cheesing. My cheeks are all <laughs> rosy. I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> when you hear your bio, do you are you like me sometimes? Like, is that me? Did I do all that? <laughs> yeah, because like when you're doing the work, when you're doing the work, your head is down and like you kind of don't realize all of what you've done and how impactful you've been until somebody reads back your accomplishments and you're like, oh, yeah, I did do that. <laughs> well, I tell you, with all with all those accomplishments, even if you didn't have those, just being in your presence, you leave a legacy and you leave a mark. So you, have, you were born to do what you do, and I want you to know you are on purpose. You are an amazing spirit. You are a true goddess to the planet, and I thank you for doing and having the courage to do what you do. Oh, thank you, Queen. Thank you. That just like touched my soul. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so let's talk. Let's get right into it. I want to know how do you decide to be a sex expert? How did you decide that you want to teach people about sex and sex positions and fetishes? And how did you even get into that idea? Well, you know, I love telling this story because people are always surprised at my answer. And my dad encouraged me. Um, when my career started to take a turn from modeling predominantly, my dad, like, sat me down, and he was like, you know, I'm very proud of you and everything that you're doing with your modeling career. That's great, but you are such an amazing and naturally gifted writer, and you should use your writing, and it'll get you everything you want. I don't care what you write about, just use it. And so when things started to shift, I said, okay, well, I want to start a blog, because at the time, a blog, like like starting a blog was like, oh, like all the rage. It was the biggest thing out. And I said, okay, well, I have to write about something that I'll never get bored with and I can wake up every day and talk about. And so I also wanted to write about something that was going to bring substance to the world and actually make a difference. And I was like, oh, sex. I have been studying sexuality since I was a teenager. Um, my mom, she used to give me permission to watch documentaries on the, on the Discovery Channel and, you know, read different books on just, like, anatomy and the biological and, like, medical aspect of sex. And so I knew a lot 
as far as that was concerned. But then when I started having sex and having experiences and then um, having issues with my own, like, sexual health, I was like, you know what, I know there's other women out there struggling. I know there's other women out there that are having issues in their relationship. And I have all this experience just from, like, you know, being out there and just doing my thing. And then, two, just all this knowledge from reading, why not share it with the world? And so I started my blog, GlamErotica101.com. After going to the Exotica Expo for the first time, to make sure I was completely comfortable with, you know, everything adult. And I started it in 2011, and that's what inspired me. My dad inspired me to use my natural gifts for writing. And from there, it just really took off. At first, I, I didn't know how people were going to take it or accept it, but to my surprise, people were so interested in it early on and started bringing me on their radio shows, like within a few months of it being launched because they couldn't believe that this girl who was known for modeling predominantly and kind of quiet just like bust out and started talking about sex but actually started talking about real facts. And two, like the major thing that really inspired me to get into this was I saw that there wasn't a young woman of color that was talking about sex in a way that wasn't raunchy and that was talking about sex in a way that was entertaining and could reach people. I didn't see anybody that looked like me or that spoke like me that I could relate to in the sexuality education field. And so I said, you know what, let me meet that need. Let me be that person. And so I just jumped in, and it's been amazing. Like, doors have just been opening so easily, and that's how I know that I'm walking in my purpose right now. Wow. And I know you're working with your purpose because the one thing that I love about your website and how you do what you do, now, just in comparison to the other women that were at the expo, you were so tasteful, so elegant, and so central that it felt like art. It didn't feel like anything but art when I was watching you move and how you did what you did. It felt awful. It didn't feel it didn't feel like some of the other ladies who were doing what they were doing. And I was mm. like, wow, it's something amazing about you. And so that's why I wanted to make sure that I connected with you. I just oh, want to have one question. <laughs> what did your dad say when he said, I told her to write, but I didn't know she was going to write about sex? <laughs> my dad was like, all right now. Like, he actually encouraged it. Like, my dad has been on board since day one. And he sat me down. He was like, you know, you are a light, and you are a magnet, and you draw people to you, and you are doing great work because this is necessary. You're touching people's lives, and you're changing people's relationships for the better. This is necessary work that you're doing, so I'm proud of you and keep going. And my dad, he'd be on me more than anybody. He'll be like, when's the last time you've been in your blog? I've been on that thing. When's the last time you updated? Blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, oh, dang, okay. Right. <laughs> he be getting Obi. Oh, <laughs> uh, you making me serious. I want a day like that. <laughs> wow, what a wonderful story. That is that is very different than what I had expected. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> People always hear the story and they're like, What? Like even for the expo, like my dad took me around to like help me get all of the things that I needed for the expo and so he knew that I was teaching um, a fellatio class on, like, how to deep throat at my booth. And so we went to the store to buy bananas. And I was like, do you think these are enough bananas? He was like, no, get more. 
And he's like, no, 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 don't buy these because these are already, like, turning bad. I was like, okay. So I put it on Twitter, and people were like, your dad is helping you buy bananas to teach fellatio? Your dad's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I can't wait to meet your dad. <laughs> oh, my dad's a ladies' man. He's an Aquarius, so. You know what? It's so funny because, like, I had a conversation with my mom because my mom was not on board at first because her whole thing was she didn't want me to be a porn star. She was like, just don't be like your friend, Sarah. Um, I'm really good friends with Sarah J, who are like the GOAT, the greatest of all time in porn. And she was like, just don't be like your friend, Sarah. But we were having a conversation, and my mom was like, I just don't understand. She was like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm going to support what you do, but I don't understand where, like, this freakiness comes, comes from. She was like, I'm not a freak, and your dad's not a freak, so I don't really. I was like, shoot. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you yeah, think. <laughs> because, oh, like, I would, I would get these Victoria's Secret catalogs to the house, and, like, they would always disappear. So one day I was in my dad's dungeon, which is, which is the basement, and I found all my magazines, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to walk away and pretend like I didn't see this collection of my Victoria's Secret catalogs. I know what those are for. Um, you know, whatever. But I was like, you think you're not a freak. But uh, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it's somewhere in here. So I think I got it from my grandma. So <laughs> that's what I think I got it from. Hi, <laughs> grandma. I ain't mad at grandma tonight. Come on, baby. My, I'm gonna my grandma is very sex positive. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, I'm I want to talk about, before we get into your sex position, one of the things that I saw on your website that I really wanted to talk about because a lot of women are really interested and some don't even know about it and some want to know how you do it. Squirting, female ejaculation, the science behind squirting. Let's talk about it. You know what? I don't know where this sudden interest has come from as far as squirting is concerned. But there seems to be this explosion of interest because everybody's wondering, how do you do it? How do you do it? And you have so many people that are like, oh, isn't it peeing? And I'm like, okay. So there was a study that came out in December, December 24th, 2014. A study that was done in France was about, like, I think five to seven women that concluded that squirting was involuntary urination. And there was a big uproar on social media about it because women who are squirters, um, consistent squirters, were like, we know it's not pee. And so it, it's one of those things where it's really involuntary. Like, you don't know when it's going to happen. It just happens. And when it starts to happen, you cannot stop it. And um, it is a type of orgasm. It's one of the many orgasms that women can have. And the first thing that a woman must do in order to achieve a squirting orgasm is to be relaxed. Most women are in their heads and they are consistently chasing the orgasm. So in their mind, their mantra is, I got to have an orgasm. I got to squirt. I got to make this happen. But when it happens, you're chasing it away because it's causing your mind to be anxious. And anxiety is like one of the major libido killers. So 
the woman first has to learn how to relax. And then secondly, the G-spot. The G-spot is um, one of the one of the erogenous zones in the female body that is responsible for squirting because when it is stimulated, it creates that sensation because the fluid that builds up in the skin's gland comes directly from the G-spot. So if you can find the G-spot, which is located within, I think, I believe, the uh, first half of the vagina, so like two inches within the vagina, and on the anterior wall of the vagina, if you put your finger in and you curl it backwards in a motion that says, come here, you can find the G-spot. When a woman becomes aroused, it becomes engorged with blood because it has erectile tissue, and so it becomes kind of hard, not hard, solid like a rock, but it becomes a little stiff, and you can feel it. And for someone it's positioned in, like, to the left a little or to the right or higher up, but you can feel it when a woman's aroused. And so if you stimulate that, if you stimulate the G-spot, squirting orgasms can happen. But there are some women who can squirt from clitoral stimulation of the U-spot. The U-spot is located underneath the clitoris between the urethra and the underside of the clitoris. It is um, similar to the frenulum on the penis because the clitoris is actually the head of the penis. And, you know, every fetus starts out as female, but when it's exposed to male hormones, it becomes a penis, but when it's a female, it becomes a clitoris. So, and then some women can squirt from anal sex, some women can squirt from vaginal sex, um, from vaginal penetration. And so, typically, when people say, um, oh, how can I squirt? They'll say, oh, stimulate the G spot. But there are several ways that a woman can experience squirting. I mean, in my personal life, I've predominantly squirted from clitoral stimulation. And I've also experienced squirting from vaginal penetration. And I cannot tell you exactly how it happened. I just know I was completely relaxed. My mind was completely um, involved in the experience. I was living in the moment, and it just happened. But if you want to know, it's a combination of clitoral and G-spot stimulation, and the woman has to be relaxed. Urinate before you have sex just to make sure that you're not peeing, and a woman has to be hydrated. If a woman is dehydrated, squirting will not happen. Um, and just relax and enjoy the feeling. Most women are, again, chasing the orgasm, and when they do that, it just it does not arise. So you just got to experiment with it and just relax and don't think about it, and eventually it will happen. But every woman has the capacity and the ability to ejaculate. She just has to trust herself and relax and just let it happen. That sensation to pee typically is the sensation to squirt, but so many women just hold it back and then they run to the bathroom and then they pee and then they come back to sex. So just, just let it go. Let it flow. And it feels amazing. It is amazing. I learned squirting from Donald Gorn's book. He was, uh, I'll never forget this story. And it's been years since I read it. I was like 12 years old, and I was, I was a big Donald Gorn's. And my whole thing told me was I was going to grow up and be a madam, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I story about Donald Gorn, and he had met this lady. And he didn't really get aroused to, I mean, he didn't really get caught up too much by ladies. But this particular lady, her name was Fatima. She had green eyes like a cat. And he was giving her, making oral, he was doing oral sex, and she squirted 
in his face. And he didn't know where squirting was, so he had a fit. He was so upset. And so I'm like, squirting, what is that? And I'm 12 years old, so I don't really even know what nothing is. But I was like, wow. So when I when I really started to squirt was when I um, started muscle, when, when I started, you know, my vagina muscle weight. It just became a part of the process. Mm-hmm. I could do it. You know, after learning to control my muscles and um, with my muscle weight, then I was able to learn to squirt when I wanted to squirt. And I tell you, it is nothing compared to urination. It don't even feel like urination. And one thing, if you look at it, it don't look like it or smell like urination. So I don't know why it's they not. It's not, and it's so annoying that they even spent money doing a, doing a study to try to dispel female ejaculation. Sometimes I feel like there is a war against women's bodies. And there are people that, yeah, and there are people that will argue me down every single day saying, well, I read somewhere or my physician said it's peeing. Well, your physician is wrong. You know what I mean? Like, unless you are a squirter and you've ever experienced it, you don't know the truth. You know what I mean? And you're completely right when you say, like, you've learned how to do it using your vaginal weight. A woman that kegels, a woman that has strong vaginal muscles can control her orgasm, period. A woman can make herself orgasm by um, contracting and releasing her vaginal muscles. Like, I can make myself orgasm just by sitting here right now, just by squeezing those muscles and then releasing them. After maybe, like, 10 minutes of doing that, I can have an orgasm. And so that's an important piece, too, is women learning how to strengthen their vaginal muscles and having control over them because you can control your, your ability to orgasm. Well, you know what's really good about it, Taomi, when you learn to control your muscles as well, is that you can pull your man in without even touching him, and Girl. you can pull him to an orgasm with your vagina muscles. And, baby, you can work it, and baby, and never even touch him with your hands, just your vagina muscles working it, baby. He will be calling Girl. your mama's name. <laughs> listen, listen. I be trying to tell these young girls, like, you don't know the magic. Because, like, my audience, I have an audience from, like, ages 18 to 64, but my major audience are, like, millennials. And I was trying to tell these girls, like, listen, you need to learn how to control your vagina. You should be able to stroke him without even touching him. You should be able to stroke him without just laying on your back. Some women are lazy in sex, so they don't want to switch up positions. But if you have control over your vaginal muscles, you can just lay in, in missionary position and still drive them crazy, you know? But mm-hmm. a lot of, for some reason, a lot of women just don't know that that's possible and they don't know how to cable. And I'm like, it's super simple, you know? But that's why people like us exist, so that we can educate women on how to have more control over their bodies. Yeah. And, I, you know, I think if, I think we should, you know, in our culture, I'm listening to other Asian cultures, and they really teach their women how to, you know, do things at a very young age. So by the oh, time absolutely. they're ready to get married, they know how to handle their bodies, their vaginas, and they know how to own it, baby. And they, they come in for you. And you so know what? It's because, it's because, like, okay, Indian culture, right? That's an, that's an Asian culture. That's where the Kama Sutra comes from. They have an ancient study of sexuality, and that's where Tantra comes from. And so they're very rooted in, you know, overstanding their bodies and also teaching their women to be empowered in that way. In, in, in a way, because I do have an Indian following, and sometimes the women can be a bit repressed. 
But then, like, in Chinese culture, too, they practice the Tao. And in the Tao, they do not separate sexuality from spirituality. And they're all about women understanding their bodies and, you know, men and women being connected. They even have matchmakers that will match a couple together based on their genitals because it is very important that genitals match in the sexual experience. If a woman has a short vagina, she needs to have a man that has a shorter penis because then it's going to match perfectly. But you have so many women out here that just believe bigger is better, and that's not true because that bigger penis may not accommodate your vagina. So, yes, the Asian culture, they have it right. It's Western culture that is all about repressing sexual energy and teaching people just to simply, um, you know, expend their sexual energy through fucking. That's not what it was intended for, you know, but that's what we're taught in Western civilization. Mm. Wow. Talk about what you taught at the expo. Let's talk about different sex positions. There's so many things I wanted to talk to you about. So, I mean, I know we don't have enough time to talk about all the stuff, but I do want to make sure we talk about some of the fetish things that you did with your, your fetish coaches. And how did you come up with that idea? So we're going to get into the sex positions because I know I promised our audience that we're going to tell them some great things about sex positions and how to techniques and just different advice and how to move and navigate with a partner. So let's talk about mm-hmm. sex positions. Let's do it, sis. So I'm going to let you take that floor because you did a phenomenal job at the expo about sex positions, anal sex, missionary positions. You you rocked it out in every area, so you can start where you want to start. Well, I'll start with the the basics, which is just that sex positions is pretty much the bread and butter of sex, you know. Yes, you can stay in one position for the entire time and be stimulated enough to ejaculate or reach an orgasm, but switching up positions is what makes sex fun. It's what changes the experience for you, and it changes your sensation. So the issue with many people in sex positions, number one, many men think, oh, the deeper I go, the better it'll feel for her, but that's not true. Most of the nerve endings in the vagina are actually concentrated within the first third part of the vagina. So shallow penetration or penetration that's not like cervical penetration um, is a lot better than going super deep. So um, some people think that missionary is boring, but missionary has so many variations, and missionary is great because you and your partner can have eye contact and you know, the male partner can see the love faces that his partner's making. And, you know, you may be in a same-sex relationship. So whether you're, it's man-on-man or woman-on-woman, either way it goes, missionary is so intimate because you get to see the expressions on your partner's face. And missionary isn't just lying on your back and having your legs um, bent and your feet flat on the bed. Missionary is also having your legs in the air, having your legs in the V, having your legs thrown over shoulders, having both legs thrown over one shoulder. You know, there's so many variations of missionary, and it has everything to do with how you position your legs. But the issue with some people is that the position is too flat. The bed is a flat surface, and linear sex 
is not necessarily sex that feels amazing, but when you put your body in angles, if you lift your pelvis up in missionary, if you put a few pillows under your pelvis, if you use an inflatable ramp, these things help with creating angles for the body, and it makes sex feel even better. And then, of course, you have your side sex position where the legs are thrown to the side. That can feel really amazing because it creates a different angle in the vagina. And then you have doggy style. So people typically do three positions in sex if they do switch it up. It's missionary, cowgirl, and doggy style. But with those three positions, there are variations of those positions. So if you're going to do doggy style and your partner cannot arch her back, you know, enough that looks pleasing, you can always do it on all fours or you can do doggy style while she's um, at the edge of the bed. Her knees are brought to the edge, and her feet are kind of hanging off, and you're standing. The, the male partner or the female partner that's strapped up will be standing at the edge of the bed, and she's penetrating her partner from behind. Or you can do um, what I like to call backdoor planking, where the female partner is lying on her stomach, two pillows underneath her pelvis that creates a little bit of elevation for the booty. And then the male partner or the female partner that's strapped up can enter from behind. Um, there's so many different variations of doggy style that you can do. You can see them on my website, glamorotica101.com. Um, and then cowgirl. Cowgirl is a sex position that so many women have issues with. And the reason why they have issues with it is because it's deep, penetration, some of the deepest penetration that you can feel, and sometimes the cervix is being hit, and cervical penetration can cause cramping. So the goal in that is to create an angle with the male partner's body by putting a few pillows or using a ramp or leaning forward ever so slightly in that position. Um, there's reverse cowgirl, there's Asian cowgirl, there's foggy style. You can do cowgirl in a chair, cowgirl on a couch. You can do cowgirl sideways. There's so many different variations of every position. There's literally a sex position Bible that has like 365 sex positions in it. Some of them are standing. Some of them are sitting. Some of them are squatting. Some of them are in a bed. Some of them are in a car. There's so many different variations that you can do that there's no reason why any couple should be bored with how they put themselves into position. But you can see myself and my partner, my on-screen partner, getting into sex positions on my YouTube channel, and it's youtube.com slash glamerotica101. All right. Let's talk about, you said that you were teaching relationships. Let's talk about the trick to deep throat. How do you get deep throating? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Deep throwing is a skill, and you have to practice it. The main thing is reducing the gag reflex. If a woman can learn how to do that, she's in the game. And the thing about deep throating, too, is that it's not something that you do the entire time. You bring the penis to the back of your throat for a few seconds just to gather that saliva and to give him that sensation, and then you go back to your, your regular technique. But the key to deep throating is controlling your breathing. What I do, 
when Ivy broke is I breathe in before I bring the penis to the back of my throat. And as I'm stroking it with my throat, I will breathe out through my mouth by making a sound, um, kind of like a gargling sound. Um, and speaking of right, like, <laughs> because when you, when you can, um, you know that motion you make when the back of your throat itches and you're scratching right. the back of your throat with your tongue? That's the motion that you should be using when you're stroking his penis in deep throat. Because when you do that, your tongue, the back of your tongue will go to the roof of your mouth. And when his penis is back there, what it will do is actually close around the head of his penis. And that's what makes deep throating feel amazing is the fact that it feels tight and it's moist and it's, it's, it's a soft palate. Because most of the roof of your mouth is a hard palate, but when you move past the uvula, which is that little thing that hangs down and it causes you to gag, when you can move mm-hmm. past that, a soft palate of the throat feels like it's like basically mimics the vagina. Um, but the mistake that many women make is pulling the penis straight back. You have to pull it back and down because the esophagus curves down. And the key, too, is your positioning. You have to use positions where your throat opens up. So if you're on your knees and your head is tilted back, it's easier to deep throat. Or if he is sitting on your chest and he's, quote, unquote, fucking your face, that's easier to deep throat that way. Or if your head is hanging off the edge of the bed and he's standing over you. So any position where your your throat is opened up, typically where your chin is tilted up and back, because that opens up your esophagus. Um, but tilting the penis back and down is what makes it easier to deep throat. Men that have a curved penis, it's a lot easier to deep throat than anything. But you would have to, like, you would, if he has, if he, if he has a curved penis that curves up, then if you mm-hmm. use 69 position, it's easier to deep throat it. Um, a man that curves down, if you, Position yourself in front of his penis, so you would be facing it. You would, um, you could be on your knees, or you could just lie down and do it that way. Then it's a lot easier. But a man that has like a straight penis, especially if it's like a muscly penis where it doesn't have much bend or give, you will have to be in a position where your throat is more open. Lying down may not work well unless he's um, positioned on his side and you're also lying on your side, um, which is, um, that's called 68 lying. That's a good position for that. But just always remember, control your breathing. Breathe in before you bring it into your mouth. Stick your tongue out a little bit. Aim back and down and open up your throat by positioning your neck where your esophagus opens. So tilt your head back. And do not try to deep throat on a full stomach. If you've just eaten a meal, please wait 30 to 45 minutes before you attempt that because if you gag, you will throw up. And <laughs> that's not fun. <laughs> that's not fun. Um, you tuned in to Love, Sex, and Nutrition. This is Tyomi Morgan. She's a sex expert. Yes, she has Glamazon. 101.com, you want to check her out. We're going to go to a commercial, and we're going to come back, and we're going to finish this salacious, vivacious, sexy conversation with Ty Omi Morgan. All right. Break this.
Yes, 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 and our very own guest is Tyomi Morgan. Yes, and I'm excited to bring her, and um, I want to get back into our conversation because people are texting me, and so they wanted to ask a few, they wanted to know is is how do you control the gag reflex? They want to know how do you really get to, you say you do it with your breathing, so you say you breathe in, is that it? Yeah, breathe in, and again, you have to aim the penis away from the uvula. If the uvula is hit, there is no way to avoid gagging. But there is a trick that I learned. Um, I found this tip online, and I have a video on my YouTube channel demonstrating it, and it is a trick that dentists have used for years to help patients who have bad gag reflexes turn it off. And the thing is, some people say, oh, my God, Tayomi, this works so well. But then there are some people who are like, it doesn't work at all for me. But the key is you have to do this technique correctly. And so there is a nerve that runs through the palm of the left hand. 
And what you have to do is make a fist around your thumb and squeeze it into the palm of your hand. So you bend your thumb into the palm of your hand and take your other four fingers and create a fist around it and you squeeze. And if you squeeze that thumb into the palm of your left hand, now not your right, your left hand, it will temporarily cut off the gag reflex. I have a demonstration on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash glam erotica 101. And I demonstrate this with a toothbrush. I do the trick with my left hand and I take a toothbrush and I brush the very back of my tongue and my gag reflex is cut off. So if you are not squeezing that thumb in your left hand, it's not going to work. But I've tried this in real life while, you know, giving fellatio, and it totally works. So that is another trick that women can use. All right, well, do you got any more tricks up your sleeve with fellatio that we need to know, honey? (laughs) Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you. Tongue tricks. Tongue tricks are so underrated, all right? The tongue is such a powerful muscle, and if you can learn how to flatten your tongue and use your tongue to rub against the penis as you're sucking with your lips, because some women, they just use their lips predominantly, and they hollow out their mouths, and there's no tongue action. It's the tongue that really sends a man to the moon because your tongue is textured. Your tongue has taste buds, and those taste buds, even if you just take the head of the penis and you rub it on the flat part of your tongue, it will feel amazing to him. But the key is to rub the flat part of your tongue on the underside of the penis where the frenulum is, and you can find the frenulum. If you look on the underside of the penis, there is a little groove. Um, a split, really, in the head of the penis, where typically, you know, in a uncircumcised man, that is where the foreskin would be attached. But many men are uncircumcised, so the skin is not there, but the groove is still there. And so on the underside of the penis, the frenulum is um, located where the head splits and it connects to the shaft. If you stimulate that area, it, with that area with the flatness of your tongue while you're sucking, it will drive a man crazy to the point where he will have no choice but to orgasm. So if you want to make him come within 10 minutes, I would suggest that you use your tongue to stimulate that area. You can even use the tip of your tongue to do a few little flicks of that area. Um but switching up your technique and not using the same stroke of your mouth and your tongue is what's going to um, improve your oral sex game. Mm. So this lady was texting me and asked me, do, how do you flatten your tongue? How do you strengthen your tongue? How do you, what's the trick to the tongue? There are exercises that you can do, and there is a book that I suggest every single last woman purchase for her collection. And it is called Blow Him Away. And it's by um, Marcy Michaels. And she is a speech therapist. And she has a set of exercises that can help you not only just strengthen your tongue, but also strengthen your lips. Because the lips and the tongue should be operating independently from your jaw Mm. as well. 
So for women who have issues with lockjaw or women who don't know how to open their, their mouths wide enough to fit their partners into their mouths, there are also exercises to help with um, um, loosening up the jaw as well. But it's called Blow Him Away by Marcy Michaels. You can Google the name, um, and it'll come up on Amazon. The book is under 20 bucks, and there are exercises in there that can teach you how to strengthen your tongue. But there's one exercise that I do often, and basically what you do is you open your mouth and you poke your tongue out without touching your lips, and you point your tongue. You So you have to make your tongue into a point where it is sharp, and then you flatten your tongue. And it's pretty much like pointing and flexing your tongue. And that's one of the exercises in the book, and I do this daily because not only will it help you strengthen your tongue for fellatio, but it also helps you with articulation of your speech. Because, again, Marcy Michaels is a speech therapist, but she took her skills as a speech therapist and made it into a book to improve fellatio skills. But that book has dozens of exercises that women can do to strengthen their lips, their tongues, and loosen up their jaws to have um, a better fellatio experience. And she also has um, fellatio techniques in the book as well. But if you practice also trying to touch your chin and then trying to touch your nose with your tongue, that's also a strengthening technique, and then also taking the tip of your tongue and touching the corners of your mouth. That's also a strengthening technique. And then also if you take your tongue and you click it, like so you take your tongue and you click to the bottom of your mouth, or if you hold the tip of your tongue to the roof of your mouth and you do like a sucking motion where you bring the tongue to the roof of the mouth, like like that. Those are also also strengthening techniques that you can use to have a stronger tongue and have more control over your tongue. But definitely, like trying to touch your nose and your and your chin will help lengthen your tongue as well. So those are just a few techniques, but those all are in Marcy Michaels' book, "Blow Him Away." I suggest every single last woman get that book because my fellatio game was already on ten. But this, when I read that book, it took my skills to a thousand. Like, it, it, I cannot praise this book enough. Every woman should have it. All right. Well, I'll be ordering it tonight, baby. <laughs> Girl, look, I'm trying to tell you, that book will change your life, okay? <laughs> well, I guess I'll be married another 30 years, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know what? You talk about techniques for eating pussy, because we have men on the line, too, so let's Let's get some men some techniques. You you got this article here that talks about techniques on really learning how to eat the poo nanny. Let's talk about that. Yeah, you know, I like there are so many women around the world that teach fellatio, and that's amazing. I'm so happy about that. But there are not enough classes for men to teach them how to eat pussy. Like. There are so many men who just don't know what they're doing. And one of the issues with that is the fear. Like, so many men have a fear of, A, being pissed on, B, it's smelling some type of way, or C, you know, oh, there's hair down there. Well, every man does not shave his balls, so you should not 
be adverse to going down on your lady because she has hair down there. Hair is natural. It's the first line of defense in sexual activity. So first of all, a man has to get past all of the hangups and the fears that he has with eating pussy. You know what I mean? And secondly, he has to realize that a woman's clitoris is the key to her orgasm. So guys are so busy, like, sticking their tongues in the vagina, and they don't even realize that that's not where you need to be concentrating your attention. You should be concentrating most of your attention on the clitoris, but do not ignore the lips of the vulva because the lips are just as sensitive, and when a woman is becoming aroused, those lips become engorged with blood. The erectile tissue within the vulva and within the clitoris begins to um, become more sensitive, and when that happens, that moves a woman closer to her orgasm. Men need to learn how to use their tongues. Don't just use the tip of your tongue. The tip of your tongue is cool for flicking, but also use the flat part of your tongue to lick the lips and lick the clitoris. And kiss her lips down south like you would kiss the lips on her face. If you have large lips, use your lips to your advantage. Use your lips to grab her lips. Use your lips to grab on the clitoris. And do different tricks like spell her name with the tip of your tongue on her clitoris. Spell her name on her lips. Use a circular motion. Use X's. Use O's. Use your tongue in various ways to stimulate her clitoris. And also do it with passion. When you lick her pussy, look her in the eyes. Let her know that you are connected. And also use your middle finger to stimulate the G-spot as you're using your mouth to stimulate her clitoris. Because if you do that simultaneously, you're going to create a very strong orgasm and possibly a squirting orgasm. And then ask your lady how she likes it. Most women know how they like to be eaten out. So do not be afraid to ask. Do not be that man that's so rooted in his ego that he doesn't want to ask her what she likes. Ask her because then you have a roadmap to her pleasure. And also teasing. Teasing is a major factor in getting a woman close to her orgasm. Don't just spread her legs and go in for the kill. Lick and nibble and kiss on her inner thighs. Kiss around her bikini line. Take your hand to rub on her clitoris. Take your fingers and rub around the clit. Take your hand to massage her entire vulva. Blow on it. Speak to it. Kiss on it. Tease her before you begin to start licking and plucking because that is what is going to help her clitoris become hard and protrude from her clitoral hood. The clitoris goes to sleep. Just like the penis, the clitoris becomes flaccid. So you have to make the clitoris become erect in order for a woman to completely feel the sensations of what you're doing with your mouth. Get her clitoris hard before you suck on it. And that's my advice for men. All right. Let's talk about edging because you kind of touched on it, even though we didn't call it edging. Let's talk about edging. You know, because edging can blow your mind. Let's talk about that. It sure can. I heard, and a lot of, I heard from, right before you start, I heard that one of your uh, kinky coaches told you to, um, you had to be. Uh, 
Yeah, one of my assignments was to edge for two weeks, and it was like the most frustrating part of my life. But it was still very pleasurable for me when I did get to have a release. Um, so edging is the process of arousing yourself to the point where you want to orgasm, and then you stop. I'm sorry, guys, I really got into the bathroom, so you might hear me peeing. Um, but edging is the process of bringing yourself right up to the point of orgasm, and then you just stop. And what that does for men specifically is it helps you extend the sexual experience and it prolongs ejaculation. So for men who are premature ejaculators or they're early releasers, um, edging is a great way to help them learn how not to come sooner than extend what they would like. And then for women, it helps women become aware of their arousal process. So it's something that I think everyone should at some point in time experience. Um, and, you know, it also teaches you how to be in control of your sexual urges and your desire to reach your peak. Mm. So I also heard that you had your first threesome. <laughs> um, well, I had three threesomes. I, I, I had my first threesome last year when I went to the adult um, the adult convention in Las Vegas, the AVN, and a friend of mine that was in the industry and this guy that used to manage her that's also in the industry, we all kind of like got together and had this experience, and it was so much fun. It was so much fun, and it felt freeing. Because I do like, oh, everybody in this situation is clean because they work in the industry and they have to be clean in order to work. So it was such a fun experience because I'm a voyeur. I like to watch people have sex, and then I also like people watching me. So at first she was just there watching. And for people that don't know, there are five different types of orgasms, and oh, not orgasms, uh, threesomes, and one of them is having one person that's just watching so if you have a third person in the room and they're just watching the experience, then that is still a threesome, even if that person is not involved. But it was fun. And then it was interesting because after that I felt like it was so easy to have threesomes. I had a second one where, you know, the same girl that I was involved with the first time, she was in the room and she was watching and then she came and joined us. And then a third one seemed like a setup because I went to a particular city. I'm not going to mention what city it was, but I went there to get some work done, and one of my followers hit me up and took me out to eat, and I ended up in a threesome with her and, like, this guy that she considered to be a mentor, and I was just like, oh, okay. But it was predominantly her and I having an experience but it was a great time, and, you know, I, I like threesomes. They're a lot of fun when everybody involved is open and everybody involved um, knows what's going on and everyone's confident. But when you're, you know, it's never a good threesome if someone's insecure or someone hasn't fully consented to it. Mm, I right. So, you had more than one experience with your threesomes. You had several now. Okay. Well, oh, I was just oh, seeing yeah. your okay. with your first threesome, and I thought, wow, you know. So oh, I, I, I just, I, I love your openness. So 
so when when you talk about you having sex with another woman, how did you the first time that you experienced being with another woman were you how did that feel or are you attracted to women or you how do you how how does that work for you? Oh yeah, I definitely consider myself to be sexually fluid, so I will flow between both sexes and even transgender, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But the first time I had an experience with a woman, I didn't think, like, twice about it because I'm just, like, I'm in this moment where I'm feeling like I want to have some type of sexual release, and she was there, and she made me feel amazing, and I trusted her because she was a friend of mine, and it was a great experience. And then after that, it was that threesome experience with that young lady, but that was my first time having, like, a full-on, like, sexual experience with a woman, and it was fun, and it was different because the energy is so different. You know, with a man, it always feels like he's trying to dominate me, but with a woman, it really feels like she's in this for pleasure and I'm in this for pleasure, and we're seeking to please each other. So with a woman, it feels less stressful than with a man, mm-hmm. for me at least. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about you did it. Well, I'm reading articles on here, so you probably done. Much, you said your first porn. How did that? Feel? No, I I don't do porn. <laughs> I, that's not for me. It's too much work. It, but I I produced and I produced and directed my first adult film. That was a part of my fetish training. Voyeurism is one of my strong fetishes. My fetish coaches, um, King Noir and Jazz Setting Jasmine, they had me come to Las Vegas during AVN 2016, and the, the assignment was for me to tell them one of my fantasies, and then they would act it out on film, but then I had to um, direct it and film it. So the, the video is called Collared in Shadows. And it's circulating on the Internet right now, and it's actually nominated for an award. And um, it's pretty much Jasmine in a collar, and my fantasy was to see her in a collar, and she had to give King really, like, like phenomenal head. And then if she did a good job, she would be rewarded with amazing dick. And so um, we filmed this at the win. Um, in Las Vegas, and the room was lit where there were a lot of shadows because I really think that shadows make everything look more sensual, sexy, and I just let them do their thing. I just had the camera. I shot different angles. It turned out to be amazing, and I was extremely turned on watching them do their thing, and it felt almost disrespectful for me to give them direction because I'm like, you know what? They're in the moment, and I don't want to tell them how to behave. I just want them to be natural. And it's been getting a lot of good, like, response, and they want me to um, direct another one, so I'm super excited about that. Well, congratulations to winning an award. Thank you. Uh, your first film. I shot my first film, but it wasn't porn, but it was still a beautiful film. And I understand the excitement of film and directing and actually scripting it out and seeing it come to life. So I, I applaud you and award you for your first film. I actually, I'm going Thank to take you. a look at it. <laughs> yeah, please do. Like, it's so amazing. I, I'm sure it is amazing. 
And which brings me, because I heard you say you were really turned on, so when we do this next commercial and come back, I want you to talk about masturbation, and then we're going to open up the line. Because, I'm, oh. you know, a lot of people don't really stand the power of owning your own body, knowing your own body, and understanding what turns you on. So we're going to talk about that when we come back. You're listening to Ty Only Morgan, and I am Janine Ingram with Bonnie and Z on Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Yes, yes, yes. And when we come back, we're going to make sure they get to know all the places, how to connect with you on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, everything. We want to make sure the audience know how to contact you because we want everybody to have an orgasmic life like you. <laughs> all right, now. The cycle of mediocrity. Did you know that most people don't like waking up to an alarm clock every morning? How would you like to make a full-time income working part-time from home? The largest percent of people who make six-figure or more do it from a home-based business. You can design your own future with a company that is fun, fast, friendly, and rewarding. The Limu Company is new to the Baltimore area, looking for a few good men and women. If you are a leader and you're sick and tired of the Monday to Friday 9 to 5 grind, if you want to set your own schedule and pay, contact Gloria at 443-326-1943. That's 443-326-1943 or email gleach7 at verizon.net. That's gleach7 at verizon.net. I'll see you at the top. All right, we're going to see each other at the top. All right, you tuned in to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition, and you're listening to Tyomi Morgan and Julie. All right, we're going to come back and talk about masturbation. Let's talk about it. What is masturbation? Well, masturbation is basically self-pleasure. It is the act of bringing yourself to arousal. And and even if you never orgasm, you know, it still counts as masturbation. So if you are stimulating your genitals with your hand or a vibrator or a pocket pussy or a flashlight or a sock or whatever you want to stimulate yourself with, it's all game. And so many people, it's interesting because, like, young men are told to embrace masturbation to curb their sexual desires. But young women are not taught the same, but they should be, because it is a very healthy way to express your sexuality. It is the safest form of sex because you cannot catch an STI or an STD from um, masturbating. It helps you connect with your body. For both men and women, it helps you to learn um, when you are at that point of release or orgasm. And it has so many health benefits. It improves your mood. It releases endorphins. It is, um, you know, having an orgasm can be considered an antidepressant. It makes you more confident in your body. It keeps you in control of your own sexual urges and your sexual energy. It's like a manual reset of your entire body. It's so many health benefits to masturbating. Um, And even if you masturbate to edge, in edging you can, um, increase your sexual energy and keep it balled up so then the next time that you actually have sex, you can release all of that energy and use it to manifest great things into your life. And that's the spiritual aspect of sex, where you can use your sexuality to manifest anything that you want into your life. The masturbation is amazing, and I just think that more women, especially, 
need to embrace it to learn how to embrace their bodies and learn their sexual triggers and actually learn what their spots are in their genitals. They actually get them off. Wow. You know, I just want you to feel the importance of masturbation and understanding your body. Let's talk about that. So many women want to know how to orgasm. Many women are having sex. Women have children, four, five, six children, but they've never had an orgasm. But when you can learn how to bring yourself to orgasm, that's how you can recognize what it feels like. And it places you in control, which gives you confidence in knowing how you can reach that sexual peak. So it's very important for women to um, masturbate because it teaches them it teaches them their body and their sexual anatomy and helps them become more comfortable. Do not think that it is a sin to own your body. Any god or any deity that would shame you for owning your body, which is yours to have, it is your, sex, it's your birthright to be sexual, it's your birthright to have enjoyable sex. Any deity or any god that would shame that, that doesn't make sense to me. You know, that doesn't make sense to me that someone that's all-loving and all-knowing and, and all-encompassing would shame that. There's nothing shameful about it. I know a lot of Christian women especially feel that it's a sin to masturbate, and it's not. It is the safest form of sex that there is, and it is the only way to truly be in tune with your sexual body. So I cannot urge women enough, please. Take your own hands. You can use your fingers. Take your fingers and explore your body. Do this in the shower. Do this in the bathtub. Or just do this when you're on your way to sleep. However you feel most comfortable exploring your nether region, do it. Because it is the only way you are going to learn how your body works, how your sexual body works. Wow. They say women who masturbate make more money. So, ladies, if you want to make money, masturbate. <laughs> hey, I'm just telling you, I love the power of the the body, the the sexual body, the power of our sensuality. Because the one thing that I love about the sensuality is the energy, you know, like when energy is moving through my body, I feel like, wow, you know, I can conquer anything. Mm-hmm. I feel like own the world, you know, this is my queen. You in my world. <laughs> it is really right, exactly. I love it. So with that being said, Taomi, I'm going to ask my host, do they have any questions they want to ask you? And then we're going to open up the line because, you know, it's almost over. We only got about 40 minutes and it's over. And I've enjoyed talking to you. So before they start asking you questions, let's tell them how to reach you. You have products. You sell toys. You coach. You help people get the orgasm zone, how to have a more intense orgasm. You teach people how to do it and do it right. Let's talk about all of that, how they can find out those things from you. Yes, if you are interested in having a personal sexuality coach to help coach you into success with your sex life or help you just come from under any concerns that you have, you can reach out to me on my website. It is sexpertkayomi.com. And please check out my blog, Glam Erotica 101.com, and my YouTube channel where you can 
receive free advice and watch videos on how to get into different sex positions, and that is youtube.com slash glam erotica 101. And if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Twitter and Snapchat. It's at Glamazon Tayomi, Instagram, the Glamazon Tayomi, and on Tumblr, which happens to be like my personal expression of my sexuality, it's glamazontayomi.tumblr.com. Wow. We can reach you in a lot of ways. Oh, and if, and if you just Google Tayomi, like literally all that stuff pops up, literally. So tell them how to spell Tayomi because, you know, we can spell it a couple of different ways. So they make sure they have it right. I want them to have it right, Tom. T as in Tom, Y-O-M-I. So that's Tayomi. All right. For Z or Bonnie, do you have any questions? And if you're on Blog Talk, well, we only on Blog Talk, please press 1 and let us know that you want to send some love to this beautiful goddess named Tyomi Morgan. She is amazing. Ooh, the lines are lit up. All right, we're going to start Tyomi. off with... Tyomi, 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 you girl, you're my new best friend. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the Tyomi. Oh, my gosh. Let me just say to you, Queen, this has been Sex Education 101 big time for me because I'm going to be real clear. I know a whole lot of stuff that you were sharing with us tonight, but I am an eager learner, and I can't wait. (laughs) So um, I just want to say thank you, first of all, for coming on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition, and you have just been powerful. Woo! I just love it. I love everything that you have shared tonight. Um, I am a visual person, so when you say you have your YouTube videos, are you actually showing, you know, like you actually get to see what you're, when you were talking about the deep throat, I mean, do you actually do that on your video? Well, with the, with the technique that I show, I use a toothbrush, so yeah, you do get to see it, but I don't put um, demonstrations on how to deep throat and stuff as far as, like, using dildos and stuff, like, because I get, like, my videos get flagged often. YouTube is owned by Google, and it is a commercial site, and they have very strict policies on sexually explicit content, and it's really up to their discretion on what they approve and disapprove of. And I noticed that what, like, I cannot do what the white girls do on YouTube. There are plenty of white girls and, and Asian girls and European girls that will suck on dildos all day, but the minute I bring the dildo out, I get flagged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, there's only so much I can do on YouTube as a worldwide public platform, but I do, um, you know, get into positions, and I do as much, like, visual things as I can that the, that the, uh, the platform will allow. Okay, so then if I'm taking, um, now I live in the Baltimore area, so how would I be able to get coaching with you? Well, most of my coaching is done via the telephone or via Skype because sexuality coaching is a talk-based coaching. And, like, I have a client right now, and so I'm using a number of things to coach her. So we do um, 
uh, phone coaching, and then I will also send her assignments to do at home. And then sometimes I will also send her videos on how to do certain things that she may not know how to do um, that are based on the assignments that I send her. But then I also do travels for people who want to see me in the physical. But it also depends, too, on exactly what you're looking for in coaching. I do not have sex with people. I am not a sex surrogate. I am not certified in that. That is not a part of my coaching. But I can reference out for a sex surrogate for people who need that. Um, and so I have to make that very clear because a lot of people believe that that's what sexuality coaching is, and it's not. It's a form of life coaching, but it's just for your sex life because most life coaches do not handle sexuality issues, and most traditional therapists do not handle sexuality issues either. Okay. Yeah, well, you can't have sex without your coaching process, huh? Hmm? Somebody said, oh, we can't have sex with her. I said, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not, a, I'm not an escort, but I do have friends that are escorts. <laughs> And if you want their information, I could send them your way. And I do have a reference to sex surrogates if you need that. Um, and sex surrogates will only work with you if you have a very specific issue. They will not just work with you if you're just trying to have sex with somebody. Um, so, yeah, but <laughs> that's not what I do. Uh, that's, not, that's not the game I'm in. <laughs> but if you have well, I I was just going to say, you know, thank you so much, and um, we'll definitely be in contact. But I also wanted to say I should be a gazillionaire because I love masturbation. So yes. you said if you want to be rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Woo, baby. So I, mean, I love that, and I love that, you know, you're teaching us as women to learn how, learn our bodies, learn what yes. makes us terms of form feels good. Let our bodies just, you know, just be pleasured by us. And, you know, yes. everything else is just an added experience. So, um, so thank you so much for, for sharing that, teaching that. And I really hope that uh, our sisters will open themselves up. You know, really, when you said there are a lot of women, I know you specifically mentioned Christians, that are, um, you know, you know, this whole thing about masturbation is wrong and it's nasty and it's all of that. Mm-hmm. And there's so many women that are starved for just some self-pleasure. And honest to goodness, I believe truly there'd be a whole lot less stress and heart attacks and illnesses if this is mm-hmm. just not put your fingers down there and express yes. <laughs> yourself. So, Thank you, Queen, for opening that uh, dialogue for us. Bless you so much. I'm going to turn it over to Vani and who else um, may want to say hello to you. And we love you so much. We hope to have you back again and again. Peace and love. Oh, thank well, you, Queen. Before Vani, yeah. I just want to say one thing to you. You said you should be a gazillionaire. That means you're not doing your um, masturbation in, in, with intention. So you got to have an All intention right when you want to yes. manifest. So you got to be intentional yes. with that masturbation to be yes. a millionaire, baby. Yes, 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 my coach, you are absolutely correct. So thank you so much for reminding me of that. That's where I need to do my work. And yes. that makes it even better because I can do that and do my work and get what I want. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Don't waste that energy on just come and make it, make it work for you, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, make it work for me, baby. <laughs> make it work. 
Call him in the run. Call him in the run. Yes, yes. Thank you, God. All right, my sister. <laughs> power in the orgasm. Power in the orgasm. Power in the cum. <laughs> All right, <now. laughs> All right, Bonnie. I'm yeah. going to turn it over to you, guys. You have a question? Well, you know what? No, I don't I have a question. I'm just wanting to comment. On this show, I mean, it is amazing. I'm sitting back. I shared with the sisters earlier. I'm with family in Georgia, so I'm doing some traveling. I'm here with my family for a family reunion. But I had the show on speaker for the adults that are in the house, so we're sitting here listening to the show. <laughs> and um, I mean. This sister right here, you are amazing and phenomenal, and I just want to thank you for taking time um, out of your schedule for coming on the show this evening and, and sharing your love and your information with uh, with the family tonight. And as Z mentioned that uh, we, you know, we look forward to having you on the show again and, you know, and to continue to come back and, again, and just, and just sharing. And I love your transparency, you know, that um, – you know, just sharing with your story and your your journey, your sexuality, and um, and then also teaching with the family. You know how how to to do some things. So yes, yes. again, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, and this is what the you know what the show is about. Well, we we are constantly learning. I like Z said. I am an eager learner as well. And um, you know, to have you here is um, is a blessing, and we're fortunate. And Janine, oh girl, you are amazing. You just you always bring on phenomenal guests, and I thank you for um, sharing this sister with us this evening. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited too because you know she has been. She, I've taken notes, and it's not many guests that I brought that I took notes from. Right. So I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> I said I'm doing everything, but I've been studying sex for some years, and I'm like, wow, now I can actually just stuff like I got me a book out of it. No. Yes. I mean, within I this I short amount of time, from Donald Goy. <laughs> <laughs> I know we done talked about squirting, fellatio, um, the Dow, Tantra. I mean, this show within the last, you know, hour and a half, we we covered a lot, so we definitely got to have this sister back on the show to, um, yes, yes. you know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love to come back on anytime. All right. Well, we do have a guest who has a question. If you complete, Bonnie, you want to say what you want to say? Thank you for always being a, a, a goddess too. You a goddess sister. And and so you will know this lady makes the best brownies in the world. You wanna what? get some brownies <laughs> and some cookies and you wanna get your nutrition on sexually. That's her right there, Bonnie. <laughs> Bonnie, I'm going to hit you up. I love yes. yes, we got that Punani kitchen going on over here. Okay. All right. I need some of that Punani kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We would, yes. we would definitely talk about that. <laughs> yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Bonnie. Thank you, Z. I'm going to open up the line, 904-994. You know who you are. 
know who that is. <laughs> okay, so my my past has caught up with me to my present, and I'm grateful to be here in the presence of these amazing goddesses. You know, tell me, it's very rare that a man gets to sit back, shut up, take notes, and apply lessons taught by amazing, amazing women. We learn some of our best lessons in life from women. I take mm-hmm. that back. The lesson that we learn to live with, we learn from a woman. Yes. And you, my sister, have taught me some amazing things this day that I will take to the next life and the life that I don't know how it was divinely designed for me to be here, but I am so grateful for this opportunity to find my my piece of me inside of you. You are so amazing. I actually heard the the expression of intimacy in the conversation tonight. Into me, I see myself, and that's what this whole conversation is all about. We men don't get this kind of conversation from other men. We, mm-hmm. It was essential to get this from a woman to teach us how to be a man worthy of being called a man, not just right. a male, not just somebody with the, all the appendages necessary to be dialogue as a male. I heard Piggy's got the same, same anatomy. However, mm-hmm. a, a man takes his mind and becomes a sensual being. Now we're talking about a man, not a male, a man. And my All sister, right now. goddess, I am so grateful for this opportunity to let you know that this man appreciates you and every thought you thought you had. I appreciate it. Thank you mm. so much for that. Thank you. That touched me. That really touched me because I just never know how the words that I speak affect people, but I know you know, in my heart that it's doing something. So I really appreciate that. Well, well, this is truly, for lack of a better term, this would be, this is your ministry. Uh, I, I don't you. know who, who else is not listening, but I wish with all my heart that I had the methodology to get every man I know to listen to this show and especially to listen to you. Because if more of us men knew how to touch a woman without touching a woman, a lot mm-hmm. fewer women would be touched in the way that we touch them. Yes. Mm. Thank you. So Thank you. Keep, keep teaching us the small few of us. Matter of fact, uh, there was a, a slogan, the few, the proud, the men that you taught. Thank you. Yes. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for that feedback. Right, Amir. She's just the type of woman you like. I'm telling you, beautiful, sexy, and amazing on the outside, too. You got to check out her website. Go on, check and see how beautiful yep. she is, all right? She, she then, is gorgeous. She is gorgeous. She's go- Even before I saw the website, she's gorgeous because her spirit says, I am a goddess here to transform you into being exactly what you want to be. You desire to be a millionaire. You desire to be a gazillionaire. You desire to be a CEO. You desire to just be a hardworking man. I'm here to help you become just that. Yes, when I heard this woman's absolutely. voice. I heard that transformational power. You change lives. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. 
You're very welcome. Thank you for that feedback. My joy. All right. Thank you for tuning in to Love, Sex, and Nutrition. I have Ty Omi Morgan, the sex expert, the sex goddess, and I am Janine and Ingram along with her tonight, and I have Bonnie and Z on Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Thank you, Emir J. Otto Price III. I love you, I love you, I love you. And just to bust him out, he was texting me, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, we're going to bring in our next caller, 301-659. You know who you are. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, lady love. Peace, peace, oh, peace hey. to the goddesses. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I had a GED in dick fucking. I now have a PhD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After listening to my sister tonight give us education. This is the this is actually the show that I've been dying for love sex and nutrition to have. Yes. I, that was like one of the things I wanted y'all to like I was like, Oh, they need to have somebody come on and just talk to us about Felatio and oh my goodness, when she started talking about I, I was like, oh, where is my boo? Like, I need to get him on the line. I need to get him here. I need to do this right now, right now. Yeah. Like, he had me so in the moment and so, like, I was just enthralled. I was, oh, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's all I really wanted to say. You're and welcome. Yes, and also, too, um, I didn't realize I had a threesome. <laughs> I didn't realize I had, had a threesome. Like I, I always had my experience categorized as like I don't know, maybe just a kinky experience. But I've had the experience of watching someone watch me have sex. That's and a I didn't know that. So thank you, yeah. thank you for educating me. <laughs> You're welcome. So now you can say I, you popped you popped your threesome Terry. There you go. <laughs> well, I just figured because I didn't touch her, she didn't touch me, that that mm-hmm. wouldn't classify, you know. But I guess, well, you say it is, so I'll, I'm going to go with it. Thank you. That's one thing I could check off my bucket list. <laughs> I know that's right. Hey, now. Yes. <laughs> so I just wanted to say thank you and Great show, great show. I've been educated, and I ran to Amazon to purchase the book. Yes, read that book. I'm telling you, you are going to have a doctorate, all right, a doctorate in fellatio <laughs> after this book. Trust me. Okay. okay. <laughs> I already feel like I have one just from you, like, describing the things that you were describing. Oh, man, thank you so much. You're welcome. Anytime. Wow. Wow. All right. Thank you, Tadija. Were you complete? That I am. Thank you, Queen. All right. All right. So we have another question. And we're listening to Love, Sex, and Nutrition. We have Tyomi Morgan. Thank you. And the number is 202-321. You're on. Thank you for tuning in. You have a question? Two zero two three two one eight three two seven. All right. Well, we'll go to the next one. 
just they decided not to. I think let me see, nine oh four, nine nine four. You still have a question? Oh no, I'm I'm just ecstatic for knowing that the truth is finally being told to all to everybody who's desiring and who's no longer afraid of living their their full completeness. This is amazing. Okay. I'm so grateful. Janine, okay. you are truly you are amazing. There is nobody on the planet like you. Thank you, God. Uh-huh. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for listening to Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Thank you. All right, we're going to go back to 202. 8327 is the last four. You are on. Hello? I don't know. Maybe you have your own phone on mute. So maybe you want to take your phone off mute. Thank you. I do. I do. That's exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Rosa. Hey, Z. Hi. You know what I wanted to tell you? um, Thank you for your honesty. You know, and I, I one of the things that I suggest and recommend to everyone, if you have a, a desire, a hidden secret, something that you want in your sex life, bring it forth. Um, I had an experience. I've, I pretty much have done pretty much everything that I ever wanted to experience in the realm of sex. Um and it was amazing in love and you know the whole nine yards I've had the the multiple sex the male female sex the female only sex the couple of men sex you know and I've been blessed with people who set it up I didn't set it up they knew what I wanted and they just said okay well, we're going to do this. And I will never forget one of my birthday presents. I always wanted to have sex with two men at the same time. All right now. That's what I'm about to I say. ended up having three men at the same time, and they treated me like I was a queen. I mean, I was like, ooh, this is exciting. And I had to carry it on. <laughs> I had to keep it going. <laughs> the the yeah. brother who um, set it up got so mad with me. I was like, man, this is the bomb. You want me to stop? <laughs> but, um, I couldn't believe that. Yeah, I lost his friendship behind that. But he set it up. So anyway, you know, I think that uh, in your lifetime, you should experience that which your heart truly desires, especially in a sexual thing. Um, to be in the shower and to use that water head and to have an orgasm just by yourself. I used to tell people all the time, if anybody can please me, I can do the best job ever. And you can watch me if you want. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I think uh, sex does a lot of things. Oh, okay. Orgasm does a whole lot for who you are. It releases all kinds of stuff, stress. It, it even empowers you to do some things that you may not have wanted to do or be afraid of. It gives you strength. It gives you a personality. It frees you up from being an introvert to an extrovert, you know, where you're just free to be you, you know. Um, so if you have that desire, put it out in the universe and watch it come back to you. Don't be afraid now. Because it will come back to you. 
It will show All up. Right. All right. Thank you so I much, to also say One more thing. Oh. Um, I've okay. been listening to this show for a long time. And actually, this is the best show ever. And I know that's because of your honesty, my sister, and your willingness oh. to share. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you. you, all the hosts and all that, too. But this Thank is you. a very statement. You were very honest and very straightforward and without complication. That's an ease and elegance. So thank you for who you are. Oh, thank you so much. Like, all I can do is be honest. And I figured in jumping into this work, that's the best way to be. People who don't want to just hear individuals talk about sex from a medical standpoint, they want to hear somebody that has experiences, and they want to hear somebody be honest. So thank you so much for that feedback. All right. Well, thank you, Rosa J., for tuning in to Love, Sex, and Nutrition. We always appreciate your support. And uh, I learned something new about you tonight, honey. All right, now. Get my freaky sister on. <laughs> all right, all right. We're going to keep the train moving. We got a text question. What is a wheelbarrow position? Wow. Wheelbarrow is where the female partner uh Basically, it's a standing position. So it's best to do it against the wall because if the male partner does not have strong core strength or if he has weak lower body strength because he's been skipping leg day, he may fall over. And then, too, if you have a partner that's a little heavier, he may not be able to to sustain her weight by just standing um, in the middle of the floor. So use a wall. But it's where the female partner has her legs wrapped around her partner's waist and she is in a hand stand, all right? So that's, that's the wheelbarrow position. And um, the female partner has to have strong core strength and strong upper body strength in order to be able to get into that position. I've demonstrated this position several times. It's one of my favorites. I've actually done it in my personal life. It's one of my favorites. So, yeah, you know, try it out. Let me say, please, use a wall. <laughs> um, do not overestimate um, your strength. All right. We have one more more text question. She wants to know about phone sex, how to do it right, phone sex. Leave us with some great phone sex tips. I guess that's a great way to end. (laughs) Well, you know, phone sex is all about creating a visual. So first and foremost, you have to be confident. You have to be confident in knowing that there is no right or wrong way in doing it because every single last person has a different way that they communicate about sex. Secondly, you have to have a sexual vocabulary. So what words do you like to use to describe sex? What words do you like to use to describe your genitals and your private parts? Determine that. Some women or some people like to use um, euphemisms that will allude to sexy parts like, oh, down there or my private parts, or you may name your private parts. Some people like to use slang like cunt or pussy or snatch or coochie or dick or um, Mr. Johnson or whatever. So figure out, or like medical terms, penis, vagina, but it's very formal, but some people enjoy that. So figure out what your sexual language is. And then once you have your your sexual language, once you're comfortable, make sure that when you are performing phone sex, you do it 
in a sensual voice. Your voice should be um, your bedroom voice. So you may lower the tone of your voice a little bit. You may um, talk in a purr. And it's all about evoking sensuality into your speech. But always keep the focus of the goal, which is to arouse and excite your partner to the point of orgasm. And then it's all about giving your partner direction. What would you like your partner to do as you're talking? Instruct your partner to touch themselves, you know, um, undress themselves. Whatever it is that you want your partner to do to make themselves more comfortable, to arouse themselves, Make sure you give them that instruction to do that. And then also respond. So on the other end, you should be doing things to arouse yourself and then give them a visual description of what you're doing so that way your partner can envision what you're doing and then it's an even greater way for him or her to get off as well. And then make sure you have your accessories and your toys accessible for the experience. So make sure you have your lube Make sure you have your toys or whatever you want to use to masturbate. And it's even more fun if before you have phone sex, you give your partner a little gift. And that gift will be tools and accessories that your partner must use when you have your phone sex session. So just play around with it, experiment, but make it all of your make it your own. Because again, there is no right way to do it. The right way is whatever way feels comfortable for you and your partner. So this is a very interesting question that came through the text. They want to know, can you give us an example of phone sex? Can you give phone sex us, I guess? You're going to phone sex us tonight, babe. <laughs> you know what? I actually have an example on my YouTube channel. A guy that I was dating last year um, was a guest on my radio show, the Playboy Radio, and I have an example on my YouTube channel. You can check it out. It's youtube.com slash gramerotica101. Um, I can't read the example right now because I am in a mixed company, a.k.a. my parents. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really want to do that on the phone right now, but there is an amazing example on my YouTube channel. You can check it out, and you can have a great example of how to do it. I just thought it was a good question when it came through. I thought it was funny, too. <laughs> Oh, I would have done it, but, you know, I'm definitely a mixed company, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to uh, do that <laughs> at this moment. I love it, love it, love it. So, again, we're talking to Tyomi Morgan, and, again, can you give them how to contact you, how to reach you, and what services you offer? Because you offer sex toys as well, right? Um. I do not sell sex toys at the moment online. I am working on a new website that caters to the holistic aspect of sexual health. It will be out. I will be launching it in the fall, prayerfully, before the holiday season. Um, but I can recommend toys for people, and I do have a discount code for all of you listening that would like to receive 50% off plus free shipping on your sex toy purchases. Please use the code GLAM, that's G-L-A-M, on adamandeve.com, and it's good for 50% off of almost any one item plus free shipping, and that code is good for life. So you can use that code multiple times, as many times as you want, but it's only good for um, one item, so you have to use multiple purchases in order to get that 50% off if you are going to be purchasing multiple um, 
multiple products, but yes, adamandeve.com. Use the code GLAM. You get 50% off plus free standard shipping. You can reach me on my website, experttayomi.com. I am a sexuality coach. If you have issues within your relationship, um, sexual issues within your relationship that you would like resolved, or if you would like to spice things up, or you just have general questions and you would like them to be answered, hit me up on my website, expertsalon.com. You can also book me for a session there. We do sessions over Skype or over telephone, or if I'm in your city, I can come to you. And if you are an individual that is interested in fetish or BDSM, and you would like to play with my alter ego, Alana, Mistress Alana, I also fulfill fetish fantasies. So you can also hit me up on my website, experttayomi.com and inquire about that as well. <laughs> all right. So are you a bondage coach too? Do you do all of that? I'm not a bondage coach because I'm actually in coaching right now to um, have a deeper understanding about bondage, but I, I am a professional dom. I'm still kind of like a newbie in the industry, um, but it's something that I've embraced recently, ever since going through my kink and fetish training with uh, Jet Setting Jasmine and King Noir. But I do offer a service where if, um, you know, men and women want to experiment or play with fetishes, I do fulfill that. I do not work with all fetishes. There are some things that I will not play with. But if you reach out to me and you talk to me about what it is that you desire, we can totally play with that. This is not a pay-for-sex service. I do not have sex with clients for money. I'm not an escort. I'm not a prostitute. (laughs) Fetish is all about exploring alternative ways of sexual arousal. So if you do have a fetish and you would like to explore that with someone in a safe and non-judgmental environment, hit me up, sexpertayomi.com. I've already had clients that I've, you know, worked with, and it's been great. So it's a lot of fun. Wow. Well, I'll just tell you again, I I know everyone has came one and told you some amazing stuff about you, but you are. I love your authenticity. I love your transparency. You are a beautiful goddess inside and out. And I think the work that you do is powerful. So I'm with your dad. I'm just grateful that your dad <laughs> had the foresight to see that you were a phenomenal writer. And I love the space that your dad and mom gave you to allow you to do what you need to do in the way that you needed to do it without judgment. That is so beautiful. It is so beautiful, especially for a young black girl, because you know that this is not something that, you know, black people are really open to, especially young black women. And so I am so grateful to have the parents that I have and to have their support, um, because it's not an easy thing, you know. No one ever imagines that their child is going to go into a sexual um, career path, you know. And it hasn't always been an easy journey with getting, you know, my mom on board. But she's on board now, and you know, she's always been supportive from day one as far as just allowing me to be who I am. Um, and we've had our moments, but I'm so thankful that you know we're at this space that we are now, five years later. And everything is love, so I'm, you know, I'm excited about that. And shout out to my grandmother because, like I said, she's so sex positive and extremely encouraging. And she always tells me, "Baby, whatever you you love, just know everything about it." You know, so I love it. So, what did you want to grow up and be? I'm just curious. What was your thoughts when you were younger? 
when I was younger, I wanted to be all kinds of things. Like, my mind changed so much. I used to want to be a lawyer. Um, I've always wanted to be a journalist or a writer or a radio host or work for a newspaper or run my own magazine. So the fact that now I'm running my own blog and I'm writing for Ebony Magazine and Ebony.com is a dream come true. When I got that position, you know, being from Chicago, you know, Ebony is on all of your aunties' tables and, you know, Jet Magazine. So growing up reading Jet and Ebony and then growing up to write for the publication was like a dream come true. So, yeah, like as a kid, I've always wanted to do something in writing. Um, I used to want to be a doctor as well, and so that's why I know a lot about, like, anatomy and, and medical terminology because I was studying to be a doctor for a while. And then I wanted to be a fashion designer, and I went to school for fashion. And it's, I've been all over the place because I'm an artist at heart. Um, but I truly do believe that this is what I'm meant to be doing. This is my calling. So, um, One more question. What was it like to be on American's Top Model in Psycho 10? How did you feel when you were on top of the world? When, you know, What was it like? You know what? I was on top of the world because that was like a dream come true. That was something that I had worked for for a very long time. I auditioned about six times to be on that show. And so when I finally got accepted and when, when Tyra finally saw my interview and chose me, I was elated. You know, it was it was a major goal of mine. So for me to finally accomplish that, it meant a lot. But it was also very disappointing when I got there, to kind of be, like, it was like a crash course in Hollywood. It was a crash course in business as well because it showed me that, number one, any great idea that you have, you have to have it protected. And you can't share your ideas with people in thinking that they're not going to steal it. Because um, that happened to me after that show. And even though I did everything right, even though I was a – a phenomenal model, and I walked well, and my photos came out great, and I had a great interview with Tyra. I still wasn't chosen for that show, and that was a crash course in knowing that it's still reality TV. Um, so it, that situation taught me so much. It was such a great experience, and I had a great time, and I was happy to finally meet someone that I had looked up to for so long, but then there was a downside to it, which was just the disappointment because – I didn't expect things to go the way that they did, but it was a blessing in disguise because I'm getting to do what I want to do with my life and what I love every single day because the redirection from that show sent me into this direction. So I, I am happy. I'm happy that I could say I did that and that I achieved that goal and that I was able to create something even greater after leaving that experience. Wow. I have one more thing. I just want you to tell us, because we have five minutes left, I just want you to tell us whatever you want us to know. You're listening to Tyomi Morgan, sex expert, goddess, queen, and I can just keep going on. You are amazing. Tell us, leave us with something that you want us to be inspired by. I just want every single last person that is listening to this radio show to overstand that you are in control of your life. There is not, there isn't anything that's stopping you from being who you want to be, 
from living the life that you want to live, from doing what you want to do, but you. There is no force that is controlling you but you. And if you are not living the life that you desire, it is because you are working against the natural forces of what we are living in. The universe wants to bless you. The other wants to bless you. Nature wants you to work with it. If you are not working in conjunction with nature, if you are not in balance, then please do what you need to do to do the work on yourself and focus on yourself so that you can be in balance because the life that you want to live is is waiting right there for you the minute that you make that decision. I did not imagine that my life would be the way that it is when I was a child, but I always knew that I was destined for great things. And I did not know that my gift and my skill for writing would bring me to this point in my life where I have everything that I've ever desired. And it took for my father to bring that to my knowledge, that if I just use a natural gift, that it would give me every single last thing that I want. And when I started to change my mindset, when I realized that I am in control of my destiny and no one else, and when I decided to to take on the laws of attraction and realize that I am what I think that I am and begin to think positive, everything starts to open up for me. You don't need money. You don't need someone backing you. All you need is the belief in yourself and the belief that you will always have and that the universe is always providing for you. If you want to start a business, if you you want to travel more, want to have a great family, whatever it is that you desire, you can have it, but you have to believe first and you have to realize that you are in control of your existence and nothing else and everything around you is here to support you and to bless you. Just know that, honor that, receive that, put that in your mind, and follow that because it will grant you the wishes and the desires of your heart. And that is what I want to leave people with today. Wow. Of all the things you said, of all the things that you blundered, and you blundered great information, I love what you just said because you spoke to my heart and you spoke to my desires of what I understand the universe to be. So again, I say thank you, Taomi. It is just something about you that warms my heart. I think you are such a phenomenal gift to the planet. I want you to continue to shine, continue to be a blessing, continue to allow this to be your ministry, because whether we want to believe it or not, God is in every orgasm. Amen. God is Amen. In every Amen. Yes, God is in every orgasm. So, again, I just want to say thank you so much, Tyomi. This is Tyomi Morgan. Make sure you look her up on YouTube. Make sure you Google her, Glam her, all, Facebook her. All I mean, one Facebook page is not, you can't friend her. That's how many people are following her. So if you get a chance, just check her out in any way capacity. Make sure you get to the erotica um, Expo in New Jersey. And when you get there, tell her love, sex, and nutrition. We sent you there and let her know where you're from and give us some love. Give us some love. All right. Thank you again, Tyomi Morgan. We appreciate you. You got to come back. You promise? Oh, I will promise to come back. Like, just hit me up. Like, you already know. This is such a last minute thing. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, yes, I could do it. I got time. So just hit me up. I will come back anytime. All right. I'm I'm going to take you up on that. And we're going to have lunch in Chicago. I'm treating you out to lunch. All right. Oh, yes. Thank you, Queen. Yes, I love food. 
All right. Thank you again. Thank you for tuning in to Love, Sex, and Nutrition, and make sure you listen next week. Ken Bisby. All right. You know what he said. He's going to shut it down next Friday. Love, Sex, and Nutrition with Bonnie Z and Ken. All right. Rush over. This my girl, Michelle and Degay
All right. Thank you. Check out next Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Have a good night. <laughs>